the old west getting scammed mules and can you imagine it a bottle of whiskey that costs only one dollar we talk all <laughs> that and more in this episode of series finale about gun smoke let's find a show we never seen Welcome, kings, queens, folks, and Philip Pinks. You're listening to Series Finale, the only podcast where three comedians discuss the final episode of a television show that they have never even seen. I'm John Paul. I'm Jack. And I'm Zach. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. This episode comes out, this show comes out every Sunday, but if you're into it, check out our Patreon, where a new bonus episode comes out every Thursday at patreon.com slash series finale. Five bucks a month, it's worth it. And if you don't mind... On YouTube, we put up a lot of videos, and we have three subscribers. In our, we have one <laughs> video about a Gabby Carter Christmas Carol. <laughs> that is a song Jack wrote about an adult actress, and then it's poorly animated by me. <laughs> and it gets two thousand. It has two thousand videos. It gets about eighty video views a day. Wow. Yeah, so this is big. If anyone has seen it, and that's why you're listening, please email us because right. that would be really hilarious to us. And once we monetize that video and we start getting that money. Uh, we will drop all the paper. We don't need anything else. And right. we won't give any to Gabby Carter because it was us, <laughs> not her, who did it. Do you By think the, w- the algorithm is finally in our favor? You know, no, the what? algorithm is com- constantly working. We're like we're like three Bernie Sanders. The ma- the mainstream media is against us. That's true. And taking Speaking us out of because we're going after the billionaire class. Right, and we're propping up sex workers. Yeah. But another man who is going after the billionaire class, who obviously was framed last night in a controversial <laughs> oh, incident. Oh, yeah. You want to announce to the people? What? Harvey? Yeah. Harvey? No. Oh, oh, that's what you were talking no. about. Oh, right. Alex Jones. <laughs> Alex Jones. A much better man. Yeah. <laughs> a family man. A Similar man body class. types. Well, no. Harvey does not have beef. Alex yeah. has beef. Jones is in shape. Jones works out constantly. I'm shocked that the cops were able to subdue him and arrest him. No, oh, I boy. thought Alex would have just broken the handcuffs and walked away. I, well, he was probably actually just calmly explaining his rights as a sovereign yeah, citizen. <laughs> and then they framed him. Yeah. Alex Jones arrested on suspicion of DWI in Texas. You know it's got to be. I actually know what happened. Matt Roloff offered to blow the breathalyzer, <laughs> came back lit up. <laughs> it's got to be so annoying to take in Alex Jones on charges because he's probably just like just so <laughs> aggressive hey. with his rights. And hey, like, I don't have to say anything. You know that, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, I know you don't have to. Why are you doing that? It's like, well, I'm just letting you know. I'm letting you know. And you understand that uh, the government that pay- they cash your paycheck. They're evil. They're a bunch of pedophile vampires. <laughs> Ped- you're a pedophile vampire. Can you imagine what would happen if Alex Jones was shot by a police officer <laughs> on, during a traffic stop? I mean, oh. it would be kind of perfect, dude. It's like these these conspiracy theory people. They need that to happen. That would be that would be huge. It, it would, would really inflame them. It was real, yeah. And then it would be like if people didn't riot, then nothing would make a conspiracy right. theorist riot. Then they're not serious. Similar to like a Bernie voter. No matter what they post <laughs> online, they don't show up when it matters. So it, it's okay. You know? Wow. Uh, yeah. So uh, this episode we watched today, we watched oh, Teas and Peas, Thoughts and Prayers to Alex 
Uh, what, yes. what, what, are you guys thinking he should get in the program? I think he needs the program. In fact, I actually, I believe he had a little time sober before this. Really? I think he had, was working on it, but his, um, you know, his demon was in the parking lot getting ripped as fuck. Dude, <laughs> I don't see how his demon could ever have a better body than his. Well, I know, that's surprising. The problem with Alex Jones is being in Texas, there's a lot of parking lots, so the <laughs> demon <laughs> is just really swole. <laughs> a Texan a disease is huge. Right, that's true. Everything's bigger in Texas. Right. <laughs> and speaking of the South, speaking of... Uh, West, whatever. We watched uh, Gunsmoke. Gunsmoke. The final, ep- season 20, episode 24, The Sharecroppers. The yeah. final yeah. episode of a show that we had never even seen. seen. show was on for 20 years. 20 years. And let's talk about this right off the bat. Sharecroppers, did you know they could be white? Yes, I did. <laughs> I will say, in this day and age, is not what people picture. No, you don't. When you say a sharecropper, is that like a field worker? It's like a slave before... Hey. Can it's I a slave after slavery. Sharecroppers and welfare recipients most likely to be white. Oh, hell yeah, dude. More yeah. likely white than not. Yeah, Irish were slaves too. Yeah, most persecuted people. Yeah. Of course they're going to need a leg up, dude. All right, I'm into they it, They need dude. a hand, you know? <laughs> when, you are the, when you are constantly being attacked by AOC and her cadre <laughs> of liberal demons, yes. you're going to need some welfare help. When the liberal Mexicans come <laughs> after the white poor people, <laughs> you know, it's a problem. It's, it's rough, you know? Where did this show take place? Did we know? I don't. I'm looking. I got to look it up. I th- I think they established it's it. It's in. It's is it a western town? Maybe Missouri. It doesn't feel too western. No, it's got a lot of green. There's a hilarious dichotomy between the city folk. He goes to the city yeah, which at is one point, just which a, is a small town. town, and he's like, he goes to the town. Ta- so there's. Multiple characters, right? Yes, One of them. as many shows have. <laughs> They're in uh, the Kansas. Oh. Dodge City, Kansas. That's Dodge like a real City. place. Wow. Yeah, it's got a real Kansas vibe. There's one character who's literally special needs, who plays the... the this is no, true. he's illiterate. Yeah, that's special needs. Uh, <laughs> I think fortunately, John D. Rockefeller was doing some work in the South. In, in the 1900s, uh, it was like almost 50% of adult black people and then over 14% of southern whites were illiterate. Really? School wasn't mandatory. In Kansas, not the South necessarily, but school wasn't mandatory in the South until like the 1910s. Wow. And why, why, what does Rockefeller have to do with this? He just started giving a ton of money to education, particularly black education and just southern education at large. Damn. Rockefeller, great man. Yeah, I think we would have both enjoyed his presence immensely. <laughs> <laughs> he was very persnickety. Like, if you yeah. came to his house, you had to do everything his way. Really? And he had all these... He didn't really believe in medicine. He was big into homeopathic, so he liked to sit at the table for up to 45 minutes after dinner to aid digestion. What was his uh, stance in the booze? Hard no, dude. Yeah? He's a Baptist. <laughs> wow. So he is a perfect man. And they, they, of course, the old Baptist joke, how do you get a Baptist to stop drinking all your booze? Invite another Baptist. <laughs> because they're really only sober in the company of each other. Ah, uh, gotcha. Really? He never took the strong Oh, that's drink. a classic joke. The I right mean, you hand know. doesn't know what that's the left hand is doing. Right, right. So get two hands. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we get a Broad Strokes Breakdown of the final episode of Gunsmoke? Oh, yeah. Broad Strokes Breakdown. A young... I'm going to do this through the woman's lens. Okay. I think Fustus might have been... Festus. A, Festus, Festus. might have been a more major character, but a young woman, Ave Marie, tries to uh, lift her financial situation, both mm-hmm. through a courtship with the 
not master, but their landlord's yeah. son. Slumlord. In simultaneously spurring her father to work yes. by giving him seed capital to buy a mule. Yes. <laughs> Along the way, her illiterate music-playing brother <laughs> is <a> shot. <laughs> I think we should start off top, like right up top. The two daughters are absolutely beautiful. Yeah. You thought they're so? You thought so they were very hot, gorgeous? Dude. Yes, I, it didn't make any sense. You did not th- Wait, you thought they should be ugly? Yeah, dude, they're living out on the fucking prairie. They're they're, dude, they're, they're, they're sharecroppers. Good. How many hot sharecroppers are dude, you? Dude, there are hot people all over. You go to any country in the world, there's going to be hot. I would say highs. it's unlike if you're poor, you're unlikely to be hot. That's true. Yeah, so I mean, most likely, but it still happens. Yeah, one percent of the time, they're the one percent. <laughs> they are. The, we're the ninety-nine percent, right. and we gotta go after the one percent. The one percent of people looking hot when they should have no right to be. We need to destroy these people. It's a pretty good burn. That's all right. Are you are you worried that Bernie's gonna lose? I'm sure Bernie's I, probably dead at this point. Uh, episode I'm, is I'm released. excited for the opportunity to loudly proclaim that I'll never vote for Biden. And cause people to flip out on the internet. Dude, dude, it is interesting that we now have a deep backlog. Like, for those of you listening, (laughs) I'm not sure what the date is, but we're recording this on March 11th. You're all dead from corona. Well, yeah, we're we're running a huge backlog in the middle of a global pandemic. It could outlive us. (laughs) These episodes could possibly outlive us. Dude, I think that corona is the best thing to happen to podcasts since Joe Rogan. It's going to help us out a lot. It has to. People in quarantine, what are you going to do? You can't just watch Netflix. We want to be your number one coronavirus pro- <laughs> podcast. We want you to. Be, by the way, according to Graphs data, uh, U.S. has an over five percent corona fatality rate at this point. What? Dude, I'm really nervous about corona. Over five percent. I treat corona jokes like DUI jokes. <laughs> like I find them really offensive, and I really? never laugh. Really? I, I don't like flippant jokes about things that have like real world ramifications of killing people. Here's my message to all you people: like, oh, it only calls old people. Yeah, I call my old people by their name because I have close. <laughs> multi-generational family relationship. I feel sorry for you sick freaks who have no relationship with your parents other than cashing the check to pay your rent, you bums. <laughs> you know, some of us have a relationship with our elders. I right. don't necessarily get offended. People are, we're all, we're all living in New York right now. We're in, we're at high risk categories to get Corona. Very yeah. high it's gallows humor. They're like, oh, maybe a little humor will make people I scared. love gallows humor. Yeah. So I'm I love it. it as long as it's funny. You know, as long as it's <laughs> You just said you wouldn't laugh at it, even if it was funny. Because I'll tell you this, I've heard a lot of DUI jokes in my life, and I'll even name names, but you know, I haven't heard one funny DUI joke. I've heard someone trying to get out of I'll an excuse out that you almost can't. <laughs> oh, that one's pretty good. But that one is about a theoretical DUI. Okay. And I have trust in a man who's never had a DUI. Who has, who has a joke about like literally co- committing Matt vehicular manslaughter? Matt Miller had a DUI joke about how he had gotten in a DUI, ruined his car, then took out a loan yes. and ended up buying a bunch of camera Yeah, equipment. in the joke, he also injures people. The, yes, the yes. form of DUI hack, and this is, I won't attribute to anyone because I've heard this joke done. Dozens of times. Every yeah. city in America has four guys who say this joke. Uh, I just got a DUI. It's very expensive. It costs ten grand, but I saved a lot of money by never taking Uber. You know, that's like oh, a okay. common formula. Is yeah. I almost murdered people and I'm unrepentant, <laughs> right? <laughs> you have no I empathy. <laughs> I don't have empathy for people who won't admit wrongdoing, dude. I, dude. I have a lot of empathy, but I, can't you have empathy for the man who can't admit? That he has wrongdoing, he, he's it's internal, right? Like, also, how can I be sympathetic? If for a this man, man said I killed somebody and he was sorry, yeah, I'm sober, I love Jesus, I'd say, 
come on in, friend. Eat also, at my table. If a man said, I did not kill somebody but could have, and I'm not sorry about it, get out of my house, you bum. <laughs> get out of here, you bum. That's really a weird way to go about life. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I tell a lot of jokes about having a wife, and it's all made up. But it's those all are fake. fictional. Yeah. Right. So if you were actually a guy who beat his wife, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'll be fairly consistent about this, people who joke about, like, People who have like four-year-old children at home and then are out at open mics till <laughs> one in the morning every night and joke about their kids, I'm a little iffy, you know? <laughs> I can't exactly just throw my head back in guffaw in a room of seven degenerates when I'm thinking about the life that this kid is going to get. I'm very nervous tough. now because coronavirus is coming and it's going to thin the population and then Zach is going to take that opportunity to become the moral arbiter and leader. He's going to seize control <laughs> and then only jokes about sobriety will be allowed. <laughs> I don't joke about sobriety. I joke quite a bit about it because you that's do. how I deal with it. And so that's how what keeps me sober. Yeah. That next right. bit. And, and I'd lose half my act if I started drinking again. <laughs> but then you'd get it all back. That's you true. Stories. And the relapse <laughs> jokes would be great. <laughs> Plus, a lot of comics you know, deal with the thing, oh, I played that club. I can't go back yet. AA people do too. Like, oh, I spoke at that meeting last month. Right. I can't go back. Like, relapse, now you can speak again. You You've got a new story. <laughs> and then I'll get to see Alex Jones there with Drew Barrymore. Yes. You know? And you guys can, you can be passing up. Cups of styrofoam coffee, <laughs> smoking ripping butts. Right. So gun smoke the actually has a little bit of a, it alludes to a drinking issue. Right? Oh, a huge drinking issue. Right. Almost to the point of being possibly a temperance show. Right. The dad of this, um, this Hobunk family, yes. his wife has passed away. And the kids are very unsympathetic, all exact, to his struggles with that. <laughs> So when he drinks to numb the pain, Not, they're just pissed at him. Yeah, yeah. He's got. You got to treat this guy like big pharma. You know, right, he's right. an addict. He needs help. He's struggling. He really. He, he. What's actually annoying about him is he like refuses to work. Yeah, he yeah. won't work. He won't right. till the land. Yes. Right. Both he, his landlord and his daughter like uh, reproach him for being lazy, and mm. he doesn't apologize. Which, again, <laughs> the reason I don't have empathy is a lack of repentance. Yeah. It's right, not a right. misdoing. Yes. He, he doesn't have time to work because he's sending telegrams about voting for Bernie Sanders. Yes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's, busy, he's, got a, he's, he's busy working hard fighting the mainstream <laughs> telegraph industry. He's <laughs> arguing with Russian telegraphers <laughs> about... Uh, um, wait, though. What's um? So, yeah, they uh, his daughter gets a bunch of money together. She saves $12. All, $12. $12. This is one of the things that this is one of the things I like about the show is back when, like, you know, a dollar was a lot of money. I, that's so fun to me. It, it still so is great. if you go to Dollar Tree. Uh, yeah. It is. It can get you one pack of buttering cookies <laughs> yeah. to eat during, during the recording of several episodes of Series Finale Podcast. Shout out to whatever buttering cookies I always get for you guys. <laughs> Dude, um, I got some mouthwash at Dollar Tree today, and I looked at it like three times. Like, do I want to put this in my body? Like, <laughs> because one of them said similar to Listerine, so I'm like, okay. And I got the one that was not similar to anything. Really? I mean, did you, John Paul? Did you buy the butter rings for sexual play? Because they do have a hole in the middle of them. <laughs> <laughs> and then we started eating them, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, that's actually what they, they're uh, for. Yeah, they uh, they also say yes, no, maybe. They have a, they have little oh. printed words on them. What? So I use <laughs> so those some for are. consent. Yes, yes. You can use those for sexual. And when you're consent. feeling sort of naughty, you use the no, right? Yeah. Go ahead, break <laughs> my boundaries. Go beyond this little Fifty Shades of Grey. 
Uh, $12.60. They save all his money, and they send the slow brother to go by. Why did they the send mule. the brother? I mean, the script must have called for it, but also it kind of makes sense because the dad is just so lazy. The yeah. brother has Cool Hand Luke vibes where he just kind of like forlornly like stares off into the distance playing guitar and singing. He, he's, he's a very moody guy. Yeah, he's got he's a beautiful singer too. And at one point he's in the town he's singing so well that he draws like, a huge he draws crowd. A crowd. Yeah, and like Christ himself. Wow. Like like Jesus Christ or maybe like Bernie Sanders draws crowds in support. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> wherever he goes. He just doesn't draw crowds to the polls. <laughs> right. Hey, they can call him on my pole. Okay. <laughs> All right, so anyway, they just <laughs> He goes to the town, and he's going to buy this mule. They're going to buy a $12 mule, but mm-hmm. instead, he's going to buy an $11 mule so he can get his dad a $1 yeah. jug of whiskey. Amazing. Yeah. It's one dollar jug funny of whiskey. line. Yeah, yeah, when he, good? he goes up to his dad. His dad's like, hey, you know what's a great mule? Um, a $12 mule, that's an amazing mule. We can start our lives. A $12 mule, that's an amazing mule. We can really start our lives. And then the son's like, all right, I'll go do that, dad. And the, the dad's like, you know what, actually? You know what? I, now, I haven't had a jug of good whiskey in a long time. I feel like I don't deserve a good jug of whiskey now. And you could get a pretty good jug of whiskey for like $1. So why don't, you know what it is? A $11 mule is a pretty good mule. <laughs> it's fucking great. He goes to town to buy the mule, and all, immediately he is... Mm. Would you con man shuck shyster Nigerian prince? I don't want. I don't want to bring him up again. But John D. Rockefeller's father, Doc, changed his name to Doc Levingson. He was one of these guys. Oh, he was a con- he confidence man. He went to all these towns and sold fake medicine as a cure all for cancer. <laughs> really? And literally just conned people. Dude, the c- running away from the law, just conning. So what the con man does is he ran up a liquor bill that he couldn't afford. Right. In uh, which, I, of course, I should have empathy for. You know, people behaving unrepentantly, I should totally <laughs> have empathy for. And then he peers in the bar, sees that two gentlemen with horses aren't looking, and he sells the horse <laughs> to the illiterate kid. Right. And the kid's like, well, I need the document. And he's like, well, the I don't The bill really of sale. Yeah, the bill of sale. I need the bill of sale. And the guy's like, oh, I can't really find it. Can you read? And he's like, no. And he's like, oh, it's right here. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I love? You know what it's revealed to be after? What? The receipt from a steam bath in New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. It's got a sexy lady printed on it. And the size of all the penises that yeah. were in there. It's from Zach's steam room in New Orleans <laughs> yeah. where the penis and political leanings are all sketched out. On. <laughs> Do you have any updates on the cocks of Biden supporters versus Bernie supporters? Uh, I would say Biden supporters' penises are smaller because Biden supporters, on average, are older, and the male penis does shrink in, no. in geriatric age. Yeah, you'll lose about an inch. No, you will not. Yes, an you inch? Will. Yes, you well, will. An inch? What? That's way too much. Dude, yeah. you're gonna lose about an inch. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna lose a third of my penis. Yeah, you tell me. Yeah. When I'm <laughs> you're gonna lose it, dude. Oh, oh man. And oh. Uh, it would be so weird to be under a foot. <laughs> Blue fist bumps because yes. of the coronavirus. Because of the corona. Even but though we're talking on each other. <laughs> I, I have a steam bath trip scheduled next week, and I might end up canceling. Why? But I'm such a cheap bastard that I already paid $63 round trip for the for the bus fare for me and my girlfriend. <laughs> then I'm probably going to go. Dude, yeah. I feel like sunken cost fallacy. Corona couldn't live in the steam. It couldn't, but it's still. N- I don't want to even see my parents or my I, family because I don't oh, want to carry right, it to them. Right, right, right. I don't want you to carry it to them either. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I actually owned a saloon at one point in the West, right? This show really? takes a lot of place in the saloon. Really? You have experience living in the Wild West? Yes, I lived in the Wild West. And uh, I owned a saloon in the Old West in a town called Tuchamislit. What is it? <laughs> What's it called? It's called Tuchamislit. Tuchamislit? Touch of my slit. 
We is that an Indian name? Uh, yeah, it's okay. a, it was an old town. We settled there during the building of the Transcontinental Railroad. And I opened up a saloon so that the men of all European races of the town could take a break from their train track building lives. <laughs> My saloon was called the Dreadlock Cowboys. And we had an <laughs> awesome theme of reggae in the West. <laughs> we had 24-7 steel pun and to, accom- and to, to accompany our in-house spoons player. This would help the guys relax with Cool Island vibes. Mm. We sold jerk chicken mixed with beans to fill the empty stomachs of the cowboys. And we served red stripe and whiskey <laughs> to wet the palate of the thirsty railroad workers. We did not allow pras- prostitutes because we strictly believe that cowboys should engage in sex with other cowboys <laughs> to keep the race alive. Dude, I love that. <laughs> Everything was going well at the Dreadlock Cowboy. I was making, I was, I was making money hand over fist. But things started to get bad when the cisgender native pride group, the Cherry He, Him, She, Her, <laughs> protested the town, <laughs> protesting the Transcontinental Railroad, calling us snowflake crybaby pussies. Oh. They said railroads are manly and built by men and should be called, and it should be called the Man's Continental Railroad. <laughs> the Cherry He, She, Him, Her came to the saloon and noticed all the gay cowboys drinking pina coladas in 69. <laughs> Strangely, these anti-trans natives also hated men-on-man action. Oh, man. And were disgusted with the chillness of the vibe. The leader, Corn Planter, said, How are these men if they have sex with other men? A couple of cowboys stood up with their pants on the ground and said, oh my God. Hey, now, partner, that's my partner, so don't you disrespect my partner, partner. <laughs> Corn planter and the rest of the cherry he, him, she, her <laughs> started getting pretty aggressive and pulled out their bows and arrows. Whoa. And cowboys were going to, the cowboys were going to be no match because of all their six shooters were in the bowl. A fun game we used to play, much like a key party. (laughs) (laughs) Acting fast, I offered Corn Planter and all the cherry he, him, she, her a drink. They said, is that like a peace pop? And we said, yeah, sort of. The natives fell in love with the hooch and became regulars at the Dreadlock Cowboy. They ended up running very high tabs, and I took their land as compensation for debt they could not pay. <laughs> so the dreadlock cowboy ended up owning the Native American land. You know what? Yes, it would have been a good fit for you also in the West, particularly near a railroad, to serve General Gao's to the local Chinese <laughs> male population. I do love General Gao's. It was, General but Gals. it was for the white Europeans who are building right, right. Railroads. It's for all the different Euro- European races. Yeah, the Chinese they probably did some stuff too. I think, but it was mostly white people. <laughs> <laughs> um. White people built the railroads. <laughs> I also, uh, you, it's that's a really interesting story. And it Thank remind, you. It rem- I appreciate that. I, I spent also a wanted, lot of time building that saloon up. I also want to shout you out for Cherokee, 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 see him, her. That was very hard to say. Uh, yes, it was. But I kind of didn't stumble through it as no. usually I do stumble through words. I was pretty <laughs> impressed. Thank you. Um, <laughs> okay, so I was in the Old West as well. In 1885, I was an outlaw in the Old West. I was known as Mr. Feet as I didn't oh wear boots, <clears throat> and I would distract my robbery victims by letting them get an eyeful of my gorgeous toes. 
<laughs> I saddled up my horse one night and rode off to rob a card game in Nevada. The card game was at the Kitten House Ranch, a forerunner brothel to the Cat House Ranch. Oh. I tied up my horse, Cory, out back and slipped inside the Cat House, passing a room where a family named the Burks were all comparing notes and talking over the <laughs> sexual experience they had had in the brothel. <laughs> I finally... <laughs> I finally found the room where Cowboy Zach Brazow sat at a card table. He had slowly been losing money all night, and I walked in and leveled my gun at the table. Cowboy Zach was not intimidated and was about to shoot me dead when I spread my toes and Zach started to stare at my feet, complimenting my pink painted toenails as I swept the cash into my rucksack. <laughs> as I was turning to leave, Cowboy Zach stopped me. He said that since I was a criminal, he had a friend of his that was rich that we could rob together. He said his friend was a vaudeville star named Kenneth Spacey, and that he was going to be on a train that they could rob nearby. Wow. I agreed, and we both saddled up and rode off. After an hour of, ri- after an hour of riding, we arrived where we were supposed to be, but I was puzzled. There were no train stations, or train stations or tracks for miles. Zach simply waved me along as we snuck in through the back door of a log cabin. Inside, inside, we saw Kenneth Spacey and his, bu- and his buddy Buford Clinton and a few others. They were all having sex with a young man who had shaved his body hair. Zach explained that this was the train we were going to rob. It was not a physical train, but rather oh a train run on a sexy young man who happened to be a bar back from Nantucket. Oh. <laughs> we carefully sneaked into another room where we stole cash out of the wallets and then rode off. Zach and I traveled together for several months until he left me in disgust when I started a sexual relationship with my horse, changing my name from Mr. Feet to Mr. Hands. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, dude. <laughs> That's really great. Were you shocked to see all these men having sex with each other? It was. De- it was definitely a. Uh, it was definitely. I was fascinated with it because uh, I didn't know a train could go like that. Were you surprised? Chugga 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 choo choo. <laughs> Zach is, uh, you know, a famous Portuguese cowboy. Yeah. Did he ever try to jerk off on your feet without consent? <laughs> Uh, one time he did, but I I had a butter cookie in my mouth that said yes on the cookie, <laughs> oh, so yeah. I just chalked it up to my carelessness. He took right. that, he saw that, and said, "And I honestly, that is your fault, yeah. and he's the victim." <laughs> Disavow. Uh, in the vein of John D. Rockefeller's father, Doc Livingston, I was a wild Wait, west. Can you comment. explain why you're talking so much he's about reading John D. Rockefeller? I just finished the biography of John oh. D. Rockefeller. If Zach <laughs> reads anything, it permeates his brain for he, was, weeks. he was a bigamist. He had two wives twice oh, wow. over. It's fascinating. I would travel Four wives total? No, he had three wives total. At one point, he had his first wife, and then he knocked up the maid and was lived with all of them. In a house, then the wife kicked out the maid. Then he left the wife to go get a new wife, changed his name, and married her. Never told the new wife about the old one. Wow. She had no clue that he was John Rockefeller's father. Was he uh, not? So he wasn't a gold star thruffler? No, he was a bad <laughs> man. He was not gold star. Wait, he wasn't a good guy? I thought you liked Rockefeller. No, I like John D. Rockefeller. I don't like Doc Livingston, a bigamist who lies and sells people fake uh, oh, snake oil. Oh, the dad of John D. Yeah. Okay. I would travel from town to town and sell uneducated, impoverished people Listerine that I would claim <laughs> could cure cancer. <laughs> I was making a pretty good living when a local businessman in Canton, Ohio, approached me about a new game called football. He told me he wanted to call the league the NFL in that it was a pretty boring to watch sport, but occasionally the gossip got spicy because a former player would murder someone as a direct result of the head trauma the sport gave him. <laughs> this made it viable. So I bought a 50% stake in the league and toured the country talking about the NFL, seeing if any rural people wanted to buy season tickets. 
Unfortunately, no one would bite. They all thought the NFL sounded like a totally bad idea and was completely powerless. <laughs> I was down on the dumps at my lack of luck, and I went to go get a massage to decompress and think about my chances. As I walked into the massage parlor, Orchids of Asia, I saw a <laughs> wealthy businessman with his pants around his ankles. Oh. I was in complete shock, thinking this was an above-the-board massage parlor <laughs> in the Wild West. I said, hey, what are you doing? I'm a businessman of good reputation. He said, oh, 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 what are you selling? What are you selling? I'll buy it. And so I <laughs> sold that man, Robert K. Kraft, uh, my full share in the NFL that day in Orchids of Asia. Wow. <laughs> you sold it to Robert Kraft. I did. He And it turned out he actually made a good deal, but he was trying to save face because I walked in on him. I mean, fucking a little Asian person. Actually, he was a very tall African-American <laughs> man. Trafficking, oh. though. Traffic. Trafficking. Trafficking. Oh, that's actually a pretty good idea. Why don't we get into a quick gun smoke meme minute? That's a great idea. Yeah. All right. Did you see the new meme that I sent you guys? Yes. Which one? Yes. The one. Should we try it or no? <laughs> try I mean, it. No, yeah, no, go no, try it. Bad. Try it. Right, What's try the it. meme? The meme. The meme is like uh, mug progress- shot progression. Mug, mug shot progression. Oh, okay. Fa- from like from like uh, smiling happy to like face tattoo covered in okay. face tattoos. Yeah, okay. yeah. So smiling happy, I gave my dad twelve dollars. Okay. Uh, a couple more face tattoos. He spent one dollar on whiskey. <laughs> couple more face tattoos. Uh, my brother got shot. <laughs> Full face tattoos. I tried to seduce an old man to make my young lover <laughs> jealous. Oh, right, because that's sort of the main theme of the show. Yeah, it's yeah. seduction. Oh, right. Festus, uh, the wo- the young woman whose father is lazy, she tries to spark uh, her landlord's son's jealousy by trying to mack with Sheriff... Sheriff Fest- Deputy. Deputy. Deputy Festus. Yeah, Deputy Festus is like... Who's unmarried and wants to keep it that way. I think Deputy Festus confirmed is a confirmed bachelor. bachelor. Oh, Definitely. by confirmed bachelor, do you mean he's uh, a... gay cowboy. A gay cowboy. <laughs> he would have been a dread- dreadlock cowboy. He would have definitely been he's a He's a, a dreadlock cowboy. <laughs> so his gun would have been in that bowl of guns for the, for the key party. Yes. Uh, it, now, Festus... Act, before we get back to the minute, Festus accidentally... Uh, we mentioned before that this young, uh, slow fella is b- built into buying this horse, that, uh, this mule that's not really his. He gets yes. on it. Festus is the deputy. He drags the guy off, but accidentally shoots him in the leg. He does. He shoots him right in the leg. He dry, He he takes this young man back to his homestead where uh, he uh, his, uh, his lazy-ass father convinces Festus <laughs> <laughs> to stay and to uh, to work their land for him out of a sense of obligation. And that's what we'll hear right here. See, Amory, what, what happened was I... Uh... You lost the money. Well, Missy, I, I can tell you what happened there. See, your brother, he, he run into a slipper de-yahoo there in town and just got shucked clean out of that money. Well, you lost all the money, huh? Well, I see there was enough left so y'all can get lick it up. Oh, well, I'll... Uh... That there's the deputies. Why, you, I don't know how you got tangled up with them two. But you take my advice, turn around home. Well, Missy, ain't nothing I'd rather do, but, see, I kind of feel like I owe Abel here something, since I'm the one that shot him in the leg. Shot him in the top of every... Did you go get yourself shot, too? Well, that... That does. Well, get, get yourself over to the house. You don't look like the sort. 
shoot a man out of meanness, deputy. Oh, no, ma'am. If... Surely do appreciate your bringing my brother back. Yes, ma'am. You're welcome. Dibble, what do you think you're doing? You might just help the deputy on hitch now. Now, I, Marie, me and the deputy got it all talked out. See, come daybreak, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bite into that plow like it is soft crackers. I just gotta get me some rest. Gotta get my strength up. Dude, the chicks are like so hot in this show. You think so? Beautiful, yes, I would say hot. so hot. They're beautiful women. What are you talking They're about? They're beautiful women, but there's a difference between beautiful and hot. Well, who's really? hot? Jared Leto? Uh, <laughs> uh, Jennifer Aniston is hot, but not necessarily beautiful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference, Dickie? It's a difference. What is the difference? Is it, is it breast size? No, it's mostly like a dirty blonde. It can't be beautiful, just hot. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. if you have if you have like that like uh, if you are like you're faded jeans, you're, you're kind of betting on your wife dying from corona before this is no, released. No, <laughs> with no, that no, 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 <laughs> no. I'm saying you know Jennifer Aniston is hot but not beautiful. <laughs> interesting, <laughs> very interesting. No, this the woman's voices were like very hot, and you know what? Also, I found hot about them. What did you find? Was their about entire them? motivation throughout the show is like. To Marry like bang for dudes. Yeah, it yeah. was to get men to do work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Through with their bodies. Yeah, and you think like the you know the dad is so, the people around them seem so lazy that you would bear out to do any work at all. And yeah, that's true. And just lay down pipe. <laughs> 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 They're so incompetent. Everybody who works on this farm. It's like how do you get into the sharecropping business if you don't know how to work? I don't. I think very few people have preferred to it as getting into the sharecropping <laughs> business. <laughs> It's not like owning like a Dunkin' Donuts and hoping to work your way up. I guess. It's not exactly a franchising <laughs> opportunity. At, at one point, though, the guy does get very jealous and tries to murder the deputy. Yeah, the, their landlord is a real scumbag. And yeah. uh, he yeah. wants to try to force them off the land, even though he's apparently like let them stay there for two years and they yeah. haven't done shit. Squatter's rights. Right. <laughs> He's an obese <laughs> man in the in the West too. Yeah. I thought that was interesting because I assume they were all pretty skinny. It's good to be obese at that time. It showed you're powerful yeah. and rich. It's good to be. It's always good. It's always <laughs> a sign of power. It's always a sign of wealth. And no, power. I, I would say at this point it is good to be obese as we creep towards three quarters of the country. It's d you're definitively <laughs> you're definitively a contrarian if you're not obese. In America. <laughs> <laughs> you need to be brought down up a peg. Up a peg on the old scale. Right. Drake pushing away. Oh, that's right. Skinny hot chicks. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drake yeah. pointing towards fat, fat thirteen-year-old girls. <laughs> what dog? Come on, Drake, no, bro. Drake, it's Drake, 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 yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. You but know, Drake likes hold to Drake to a higher standard. <laughs> what? Hold Drake to. A How do I have to? Why we, do I have to? We all have to. <laughs> we all have to. That's okay. Fair. Zach's right, about to dude. hit you with that comedy unfunny band. Yeah, dude. Not allowed. Don't hit me with the unfunny band. No jokes about Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Um, gal. All right. Regular brain. Regular brain. Um, hardworking man owns land and plows it every day. Okay. Galaxy brain. Um, I've been shot in the leg, so I can't plow the fields today. Yeah. Universe brain. I'm getting my strength up and drinking this whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> that actually, his attitude was perfect galaxy, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's, okay. 
What are some other bands? Oh, how about this? Easy one. Wandering Eye Boyfriend. Wandering okay. Eye Boyfriend. Wandering Eye Boyfriend. Okay. Um, oh. It's, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's uh, the lazy dad, and he's walking with a plow, but he's looking back at a big old dollar <laughs> jug of whiskey. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, we should mention that one of the central debates we is Ave Marie. Ave <laughs> Marie is upset that the tenant, that the landlord's thing has been caught cheating. Yeah. And he gives this speech about how he's nervous to get married because then he can't fool around with other women. <laughs> yes. yes. And then she's like, yeah, what about me? Like, I am I would have the same position. That's yeah. true. And he's like, oh, I didn't really think about it that way. Dude, yeah. that, that fight he's was actually hilarious. And I was watching it with the wife while it was going on. And um, I was like, oh, he's got some points. Yeah, he's pretty he's got good. Great points, and we ended dude. up getting in a similar fight while the show was <laughs> happening. And I was like, it's not a bad idea. You should try and get some things out of the way before you get married. And she was like, well, okay, then I'm going to. And I was like, well, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the show held up. It no, was time. The show was funny. I think uh, the show I was, thought I, it was boring. I thought, dude, the biggest problem for the show was me. for me was I could not get it to stream on public. Oh, dude, we So not. I watched it in 30 second increments yes, of buffering. buffering. Dude, you got I don't know how you guys have such such an issue. Like I just I have literally have an Android phone and I download <laughs> these onto my Android phone in literally like a minute. I dude, don't the Burger know how King to download. Wi-Fi yeah. is better than mine. Dude, we'll we'll after this episode records pull up Putlocker and I'll show you how to do it. It's easy. I uh, hit save as and it wants to save a web page, not a video. That's I'll figure it out. We'll figure it out together problem solving. i will help you <laughs> <laughs> i will help you guys learn to we pirate. should mention yeah. we don't condone you to pirate anything but gun smoke is not available for purchase it's very anywhere. difficult to purchase because it's like a it's, an, it's an erasure of white culture frankly <laughs> <laughs> okay you guys any more memes yes i got one white power fist yes love raspy <laughs> a black power fist what are they coming over Sharecropping rules. It's <laughs> <laughs> the thing with sharecropping is nobody liked it. <laughs> well, I bet you there were successful sharecroppers. Hmm. There probably were. And there had like to just, have been. Yeah. You know, they couldn't have all been bad. Well, can I ask you this? What? Are there successful slaves? Successful, like, uh, what's that knife company? Cutco. Oh, Cutco, Cutco. knives. Yeah. Multi level marketing. Yeah, yeah. Do you think sharecroppings? There to are successful marketing insurmountable like. <laughs> well, there are successful multi-level marketing people, but it, it's like there's like less than one one percent. Yeah, yeah. Less than one. Wait, like significantly less than one percent are successful. And they're the hot ones usually. Yeah, they're just like the hot poor people. <laughs> less than one percent, but the ones that are, you can't. Ooh, you can hardly believe it. Right. Drake's texting them. <laughs> no matter what age they are. <laughs> All right, let's do another meme. Any memes? Uh, okay, yeah. The um, meme minute. Gotcha. Um, how about this? Uh, guy, uh, I don't want to be shot in the leg. All right, I'm going to head out. Oh, boo. <laughs> no, no, hey, that's I know. a crossover. I'm, I'm going to head out as your, yeah, your specialty. Yeah, my, my specialty <laughs> is all That's right. a crossover to The Sopranos. When uh, Bobby Bacala gets hired to shoot a rapper in the leg. <laughs> oh. So maybe that Sopranos episode was kind of foreshadowing this idea that if you shoot someone in the leg, it's an act of service. <laughs> Special <laughs> against the musician. Right. Right. All right. So, okay. Um, Gunsmoke, right? Gunsmoke. So, gun, um, hey, let's turn on an episode of Gunsmoke. 
right, I'm gonna head out. That's a classic <laughs> one you do. For, I think like, I've done it for pretty much every show. <laughs> Dude, like any show, you're like, let's turn on this show. All right, I'm gonna okay, head out. Okay, hey, let's go do some sharecropping over here. All right, I'm gonna head out. That's pretty good. That's not bad, right? You guys have any coronavirus gun smoke memes? You can mix them together. Oh. <laughs> okay. I haven't seen any coronavirus memes yet, really. No. Thank God, because it's not a joke. It matter. wouldn't be funny. Yeah. <laughs> you get your ass banned. It's like DUI <laughs> memes, which are completely unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> what if, if? What about for? Oh, the, I got one. Yeah. Oh, Daddy, I'm I'm home. I I brought you your alcohol. Oh, is that my bottle of whiskey? No, I brought you a Corona. All right, I'm ahead. Nice. That's pretty good. I brought it all together. That's pretty good. That That's a great bad. one to go that out. That was on. excellent. <laughs> Um, John Ball, you were critical of this show. Do you have a Deepak Chopra moment? Something you enjoyed about it? Uh, sure, yeah, I have a Deepak Chopra moment about the show. Even though well, I we thought we should it sort of wrap it up with how it finished. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. It finishes. The guy gets beat up by the sheriff, and then how does it end? I don't. So really yeah, know. Fet is fet the uh, the young woman. She she earns her effect. She earns the affections of the landlord's kid. Yep. Yeah, that works out. They uh, Festus plows the Plest, Festus has the landlord's kid plow yep. the field in revenge. Tobias, maybe Tobias. Yeah, Tobias, yeah. something like that. He has the kid. He has the landlord's kid plow the field because the landlord's kid attacked Festus because he was jealous of Festus because the one was hitting on him. The yeah. moral of this show is if you attack someone, then you have to do them a favor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the uh, the retarded kid he gets swindled illiterate. again. So yeah, once uh once they those affections are returned though, he uh the lazy father he basically sells his daughter to yes yeah. sells his daughter to his landlord the boss his, hog boss hog the landlord gives his, the gives the lazy father twenty bucks for his for his daughter dude yeah. she was worth more than that I totally agree with you yeah and then uh the illiterate guy steals the twenty bucks gets into business with the con man and then the other daughter. Uh, the drunk dad takes a <laughs> mule as a dowry, and yeah. then he's all excited. To be yeah. honest, dude, I have a hard time watching shows like this about the old west and stuff because they're ve they're they're usually from like the sixties and seventies, so they're moral. They're very moral shows a lot of times. Yeah. But yes. then when you really think about what was going on, I was like, oh, these guys lived out in the old west. Like that dad was molesting these two women. Uh, that's Almost not necessarily oh, true not necessarily at all. What are you true. talking about? Not necessarily dude, true. Really out on the prairie, you got two hot-ass daughters. No. <laughs> oh, no, dude, no. no. The you idea, don't think that? No, I don't. I think that definitely happened, but to act like it was so prevalent that it would be all, it would be a guarantee is psychotic. Yeah, yeah. I think it's guaranteed. <laughs> I think it's like, I think it's probably... Speaking of, though, I did finally read that Gabby Carter Reddit AMA, and it was pretty crazy. It's a little much. <laughs> yes, it? dude. So, honestly, I think 80% of prairie folk we're molesting their kids. I think that's no, outrageous. I think that's absolutely <laughs> not true. Well, yeah. you, okay, then prove it. Oh, you can't. No, but it speaks to the fact that you have molestation that much on your mind, which is sad. <laughs> I, would, I didn't say that. You're the one always bringing up the facts about the priest. I, because it's Tell sick. me about the 10%. 10% of the archdiocese was molesting children. Oh, you got <laughs> molestation on the mind. I don't. <laughs> yeah, you do. You did right there. No, 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 no. <laughs> Listen, what's important is that we set down right here in the sand a line that says, this is an ephebophile, this is a pedophile, <laughs> learn the difference. Because if you don't I know mean, the difference... honestly, Ave Marie was well into adulthood at that point, it would it? I would hope. Oh, well, not for the dad. Are we talking about the blonde? <laughs> yeah, Ave Marie. I mean, right. she was of, of age to be married. Do you think no right, right, right. Is it possible that's why the guitar kid couldn't, couldn't read? Couldn't Cause speak? Because uh, selective mutinous? 
Because wait, because he was molested, or yeah, because maybe. he was created by uh, his sister and his dad? <laughs> oh, oh, oh no! Which one? No, no! Sick, sick, sickening. <laughs> You're sick, sickening. All right, what was something you liked about the show? <sighs> I liked the show a lot more if we got into this. Yeah, topic. me too. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, something I liked about the show, I liked uh, again the, this world that uh, we live in way po- pre pre inflation. Where a dollar buys a jug of whiskey. I mean, I could probably get a chicken sandwich in this in this world for a penny. It yes. would be incredible. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I want to go back for a moment. <laughs> okay. Right? Because molestation is the extreme, right? So I said molestation yeah. to prove the extreme, right? These shows are about like sort of happy families on the prairie, and it shows it's, it shows this very tough world in a very easy light, right? Whereas like molestation, I use that in a comedic effect. For the extremes, right? <laughs> but I don't like these shows because it was hard to live out on the... It's a sharecropper. You weren't just giggling the whole fucking time. But you were giggling a lot of the time. No, when, I doubt it. When you look at farm work, farm work is cyclical. Farmers go, have long stretches where they're not working because the land can't be tilled. Right. It's so under snow. And you're thinking they're just doing open mics. So no. In a bunch. No, they're but I'm saying... Kids. I'm saying... <laughs> when the, when the, when the, once I'm you get the corn this. down, you molest the children. <laughs> there were a lot fewer Wellbutrin prescriptions out in the Wild West than there are in New York City 2020, so... That that's doesn't mean that's the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever heard out of your mouth, Zach. <laughs> it's comedic. <laughs> so I make a well-timed joke oh. with an anachronistic use of Wellbutrin, and Jack refers to his joke as I was using molestation for comic effect. We're I, I at each other's throats in this episode. Extreme, this is wild. Extreme. It's the Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. This is gonna be a crazy role play when we get down oh, to it. Yeah. But you guys, are gonna, uh, you guys, right, my get, Deepak Chopra moment. Yeah. Obviously. The, the Implied molestation. <laughs> <laughs> no, my Deepak Chopra moment is the. Um, I, I thought the ca- the guy's music was really pretty. Yeah, the guy's I music was wonderful. Yeah. He's a savant. Yes. My Deepak Chopra moment uh, was seeing a shuckster. That's a cool character from the Wild West that we haven't seen before. Yeah. Yeah. What did you guys think of the? How did this stack up against the uh, Bonanza finale? Dude, no relation to no. me at all. Bonanza no. was really wild, wild west. This didn't feel western to me. No. This felt uh, homesteading. Yeah, yeah. Like the prairie. So what was your um, Chris Angel mind freak moment <laughs> uh, brought to you by Luxor? Las Vegas Resort <laughs> and Casino? Okay, my Chris Angel mind freak moment brought to you by the fabulous Las Vegas, Luxor Las Vegas Resort Hotel and Casino. Uh, it's so hard I, to I do. I forgot that this existed. <laughs> My the mind freak moment I definitely had was uh, was this lazy man who uh, who everything worked out for him in the end. He did no work. <laughs> he never learned a lesson. He just laid around drinking whiskey the entire episode, and he ended up rich. Yeah, it was good perfectly. deal. That was good. What a mind freak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my Chris Angel mind freak moment of the week was when brought to you by brought to you by the Luxor <laughs> Hotel and Resort in Las Vegas, Nevada, was when the con man returns and the illiterate guy falls for it again. Oh, uh, that was a mind freak. Um, my mind freak moment of the week, my Chris Angel mind freak moment of the week brought to you by the beautiful Las Vegas Hotel Luxor uh, was when the the con artist cons him the first time and he ends up getting shot by the deputy. That mm. was an intense That scene. mind freaked you? I was freaked. My <laughs> mind was freaked that a man got <laughs> shot on television in the 60s. Oh, can we do one more segment? Uh, yeah. A lot of people are... <laughs> 
are praising Joe Biden for bringing quote unquote decency oh, back the to decency, America. Yeah. So we also want to do the new Joe Biden, the the decent moment of the episode, brought to you by <laughs> Joe Biden Award. Brought to you by soon to be defeated Democratic nominee Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Here we yes. go. Uh, so this My is Joe a decent, Biden decency, decency moment. moment. Decency moment. This is where you threaten to fight anyone who disagrees <laughs> with you. No, it was Festus agreeing to do labor. Oh yeah, that's a decent. Okay, yeah, I hear you. okay. My decency moment was um, Boss Hog realizing that his son should get that schniz. That yeah. was decent. You know? yeah, yeah, he was decent of him. My decency moment was Deputy Festus apologizing for shooting that young man in the leg and immediately taking him to get medical attention. Right. Which is not something you see with police officers today when they when they <laughs> shoot somebody unjustly. Right. Fest- Oftentimes they just let them bleed out in the street. They do not BDI. <laughs> Festus is a decent man. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. All righty. Let's do a role play. Let's, let's do a role play. I'll be um the drunk unk, the drunk dad. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I'll be uh I'll be uh the I'll be the the fat landowner, the fat man. Can I be child protective services? Okay. <laughs> that sounds great. Uh, uh yeah, now I once again, you're late on your rent. I you know, know you got a, you came into money recently. How would you know what came into money there? Well, word around town is that you went into town and you spent $6 getting whiskey. Yeah, well, I did do that because I was thirsty for some whiskey. So can a man drink some whiskey around here? $6. A man, a man who's paid his rent can get some whiskey. Well, Let me tell you something. I saw this young this person at your gate. I brought him up with me. They got some questions for you. Hey, uh, my name's Bill. Bill Burke from uh, Child Protective Services. Well, now we wait a got minute. we got some reports that maybe you were treating your children in a questionable manner so that you claim the is the only way to treat <laughs> children in the wild west. Okay, here now this is a little messed up. Now I was a Confederate soldier. We lost. Now I was a <laughs> good man. Fought for his country. I was an honest Confederate soldier. So I got. I, I Which was, side was Kansas on in the Civil War? Well, the side I was on was the Confederacy. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> he's established that. <laughs> yeah, so I fought hard. Now I came back and what do they treat us veterans like? Real poor now. So I had to get a piece of land. Now I rented a piece of land and now God forbid. Is that why you hit your children? I, God because forbid the I have a couple of hot children. Really, isn't it God's right? It's my right to treat my children the way I like. So to you be don't treated. deny it at all. What am I denying? You're a sick, <laughs> sick man. Uh, and he, owe, he owes rent as well. He owes rent as well. You're really going to think about money at a time like this? Well, children are I'm danger. just saying he's he owes rent. All right. Well, what if this I is the old rent West. to one of my children? Excuse me? <laughs> I, I can't be privy to this conversation. <laughs> I well, would think that this is a conversation you really should be privy to. This is like kind of your whole thing. Yeah, I can't. Kinda, why are you BDI? Why are I you backing down Shouldn't you use this as evidence? I exactly? can't be privy. As okay. the you child just, wait, you have a hands-off <laughs> policy? You look the other way? No, I can't be privy to this. When trafficking is involved, the exchange, that is actually the department... Of Homeland Security, so I would need oh. to get them or the FBI. Oh, so yeah. this has actually become very inconvenient for right. my law enforcement <laughs> jurisdiction. Well, that's great then, because I I lend her to you now for a couple of days. I loan her, uh, and then when she hard. comes <laughs> to me, you I know what? To use it. Hey, you keep out of it. This I can't is not be privy, but I can't watch it. I'm committing suicide. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, oh no! Oh, my musket went off. Oh my gosh! All over my beautiful land. <laughs> Oh man! Well, let's let's uh, use his body and uh, sell it to some of those naughty doctors. Let's do it. 
That'll pay your rent. I give you the show. I give I give the finale of Gunsmoke a four. I thought it was slow paced and kind of boring, but it was sort of relaxing to watch. And I love a world that has no inflation. Yeah. Seven point five, slow paced, but had a great steam bath reference in the argument between a man and a woman, and like how horny a man is. It's really <laughs> funny. Yeah, I give it a five. I would say um, Western television shows have done their run on series <laughs> finale. I think we're about done. <laughs> For now. They were more successful, though, than Mult- Martin Mar- Mo Madness. No, Martin Mo Madness is coming back. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good night, Uri.